0: Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stenner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today. So grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. This podcast is brought to you by the Backyard Farm Academy. Have you dreamed of fresh eggs every morning and adding chickens to your yard? Do you want a flourishing garden and fruit trees to be more self-sufficient or even honey from your own beehives? Join the Backyard Farm Academy where we will simplify all the steps in our online training sessions that you can complete at your own pace. Go to lanastinnercom backslash academy for more information and to grab your spot. Let's get busy building your backyard farm. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Gracefield Grit podcast. We have a wonderful show for you today. My good friend, Mindy Shriver, is joining us today. What a treat. Many of you already know her if you've been around here on the podcast before. We've had her on. Mindy is a family counselor and founder of Gospel Centered Health. She is the race director of Light the Night for Life and a good friend of mine. We've actually been on here for the last 45 minutes chatting before we hit the record button, (laughs) catching up on all things. Um, So, hey, Mindy, how are you doing this morning?
1: So good. Thank you for chatting with me for 45 minutes. We always talk about how we just need to go get coffee together. And I think we just did over Zoom. So that's hilarious.
0: Yes, yes. It's always a joy to chat with you. So, Mindy, as a family counselor, uh, you are a previous gym owner and a fitness expert. I would love to take a deep dive today with you about... (laughs) Body image in today's society. I love, love, love the work that you're doing at Gospel Centered Health. Can you speak a little bit about body image and how it applies to Christian women today?
1: Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes up for me when you ask that question is how women, Christian women, myself included, I am just as guilty. So when I'm talking about this stuff, I've actually lived it, gone through it, and still kind of work on it. I've gotten a lot better at it over the years. But what we do, is we look to the world to tell us what our body's supposed to look like, be like, feel like, um, fit like. <laughs> and so we have allowed the world, the secular world, the secular fitness world, even to tell us what to wear, how to dress, how to, what our how are our, our bodies supposed to feel in those clothes? You know, um, what, how we're supposed to exercise, what we're supposed to eat now. I am not discounting science or, 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 or studies or research. Cause I think all of that matters, but also when we go and we put more emphasis on what, what those things say without coupling it with the word of God, we go down a trail that I fully believe. And this is a strong statement. I really believe that it is the enemy. I believe that Satan wants to bring us down. Um, literally emotionally and um mentally personally within our own
0: selves Mm -hmm. so do you that's so good do you have practical ways when a christian woman or any woman is um You know, waking up and just not feeling there's always that. Oh, I'm going to start again on Monday. I'm going to clean eat on Monday. I need to start back to the gym. Um, I've been so bad. Yesterday was a birthday party and we had way too much fun. And then you wake up and don't feel good about yourself when you're having those issues. All, all of us women have those issues and those moments. Do you have any practical tips? to working through body image and just being comfortable in your own skin. And I would say, um, I mean, of course, you know, we're talking about weight and how you see yourself, but it's also a big thing as, you know, I am in my fifties now and transitioning into that, you know, the older side of, of life. It's also age related too. Um, so do you have any practical tips for that body image for all of us out here?
1: I have so many practical tips, like I'm struggling tips. to narrow yeah. them down. <laughs> You've mentioned something about your age. So I think those practical tips actually change every decade. Mm-hmm. So my first practical tip to you, first and foremost, and to your audience is every 10 years, you have to re get to know your body. Mm-hmm. Self-awareness in your body is so completely important. And with that, tip, I want you to know that you are specifically beautifully created, wonderfully created by God, individually created by God. There's nothing about your DNA and your personal biological makeup that is the same as any other person. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, do not fall prey to the idea that, you know, paleo is going to work for everyone and anyone on the planet because it's not, mm-hmm. are there wonderful aspects to, from the, from paleo or Atkins or any other diet? Absolutely. There's wonderful aspects, but learn to know individually what your body needs. And when I say that, and I, and I say that from decade to decade, um, um, what happens in your twenties, we know is not going to be the same in your thirties and your forties and your fifties.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I want to say next is instead of continuing to focus on what's like what's harming your body, begin to put a focus on what's nourishing to mm-hmm. your body, And what, so you mentioned specifically like, oh, we had a great weekend. We had a little bit too much cake. We had a blast. I'm exhausted because we had all the family over and the grandkids and all the things. And I'm waking up on Monday morning, like, oh, I can, wow. My feet feel swollen. I can't even move my ring because my (laughs) hands are swollen. Um, These things happen. These are real things. And so it's more about like, and also. I had a blast with my family. Right, right. I oftentimes tell women like your body is the way it is because it, or, you know, maybe it's the size that it is, or it's the body fat that it is because you likely focused on the, like the correct things being a mom. Mm-hmm maybe it was a little off that you didn't also, you know, you had like a really heavy focus on that. And then you it's zero focus on keeping yourself, um, you know, healed and healthy, but you were, you got to where you are today because you made a lot of great meals for your family or you prioritized what God wants you to prioritize, which was your children and your family. And that's a good thing. It's not at all saying that he doesn't also want you to prioritize you. Because that's also important. He, I mean, his. Your body is not your own. The Bible clearly says that, mm-hmm. and so it's it's every day is an opportunity to wake up and say how also how can I also nourish this body so that on Monday morning or so that I can turn it around by Tuesday, I've got the energy I need to do what God's called me to do. Otherwise,
0: right? Oh, that's so good. And I have I have noticed a shift um, in my older. Uh, years where just listening to my body. Mm-hmm. I used to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, eat anything, eat sugar, do all the things and still feel good. And it is a good indicator. That's one of the beauty of beautiful things of getting a little bit older. You recognize, oh, I don't feel good. I ha- I had dessert and I'm tired. I want to take a nap and oh if i eat greens out of the garden or clean eating i have a lot more energy and i feel good and so it is nice to kind of shift that from everything being um so physical and what you look like to how do i feel what food gives me energy and um i love what you said about you know just shifting shifting your thinking on that and knowing it's okay to have a birthday party and have fun with your family and, you know, go off the rails for a fun night. Um, But you probably aren't going to pay the price the next morning and how you feel. So good, good info. So I love your recent focus on your platform. It's talking about emotional eating. And I know that we've all done that. We're busy, we're stressed. (laughs) And I can say coming off of the last couple of years with COVID and we were home and it was very stressful and especially as moms, cause you're worried about your children and, you know, is there going to be food at the grocery stores or toilet paper, whatever it is. Um, so tell me a little bit about emotional eating and, um, you know, just speak to that.
1: Well, I do want to just reiterate that our gut is highly connected to our brain. So I think a lot of us are aware of that. If we're doing any kind of reading, we know like the gut is now considered the second brain of the body. Mm -hmm. And so it is true, especially being a counselor, if you're having high anxiety, it will affect your gut in ways that are that almost feel out of control. Mm -hmm. So I'll just use myself as an example. When I have a lot of anxiety that is negative anxiety, I know and that girl, girlfriend likes to eat like mama likes to eat, you know, <laughs> but it will affect my gut so much when I have this high negative anxiety that I can't eat. Mm-hmm. And when I do eat, it will go right through me. Like I'm not, I'm trying to be too graphic here, but it's, it's emotional in that if the anxiety has connected with my gut so much that my gut feels nauseous. Mm-hmm. I, I almost—I bet you that your listeners, there, are people are like, "Yes, that happens to me." Like, I—I mm-hmm. I don't mean I'm not trying to lose weight, but I have so much anxiety. I literally can't keep anything down, and when I do, I get even more nauseous, or it goes right through me. That actually happens to me, and it has happened a few different times in my life. So, experiencing that high anxiety and knowing, like. Now I'm you know 47. So I know if things are getting really, really tough in a negative anxious way, I have to be really diligent and going also, if I just don't eat, I'm not going to have energy the next morning. Mm-hmm. Like my body can't go that long. So it becomes a strategy of like, what can I fit in my body? I'm a huge vitamin ta- taker as well. So if if in the times whenever I've had extreme anxiety um, for various things, it can be, it can just be business things. It can be <laughs> you're, you're overwhelmed with um, work things, or just just children, children, <laughs> I, children. Did I say that loud enough? Children, children. Yeah. We, that's adult, adult children. children. We've about for
0: the last forty five <laughs> minutes before we came on, <laughs>
1: but but. But my point is I have had to be really diligent and self-aware. So what I'm saying is, and Lana's talking about listening to your body, getting to a point to where you're responsible enough with yourself, that also requires like a daily conversation, a minute by minute conversation with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Lord, I cannot, I cannot stomach anything right now. Things are hard. Help me get small portions in my body throughout the day Mm -hmm. so that I can function tomorrow. So that's one extreme. So I want to just note that emotional eating is not always what we think it is. Mm -hmm. It's not always like I'm stressed and I went and ate ice cream, you know, alone while I watched Netflix four hours. That's, that definitely does happen. But there is a flip side to that Mm -hmm. where sometimes people struggle from anxiety to eat Mm -hmm. and that is just as dangerous. And we know why, Mm -hmm. and it leads to exhaustion in different ways. On the flip side, what happens most often, and that women will complain about, is emotionally eating because they're sad, or they're unfulfilled, or they're turning to food, you know, um, to satisfy them for a second. And and we know that, like sugar, ice. Let's take ice cream for for instance, because that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Kids know like if and we don't keep ice cream. I don't keep ice cream in the house. I just it's very rare for me to keep ice cream in the house. If it's in my house, it's left over from a birthday party or something or an event. But right. they know if I say, "Hey, can you run up to Andy's or to Sheridan's and grab me?" They know it. what like, mom mom's struggling. Mom struggled a little bit. It's a rough day. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough day for mom. And so um, that is the other side of that. Now, when it comes to that. We know that we can absolutely on both sides, when it comes to emotionally eating, when we are in minute by minute conversation with the Lord, mm-hmm. like, Lord, help me. I know that right now I'm needing you. I'm needing something to fulfill this void inside of me. And Netflix and ice cream is not going to cut it long-term Netflix and ice cream is going to leave me feeling empty in an hour or two, but not only then again, tomorrow I'm going to wake up. and. I I'm a little lactose intolerant. So I will sometimes wake up and have diarrhea the next day.
0: Mm -hmm. So, okay. So that is so good. So I find that when I'm busy and stressed is when I personally struggle with both body image and as a social media influencer and emotional eating as an entrepreneur, mom, cookbook author. I mean, I will tell you, I gained 12 pounds writing my cookbook this past year, Mm -hmm. working on, it's about halfway gone back off. Um, it's coming off slow, but I'm trying to do it the, the healthy long-term way. Um, I know that your current life is just as busy as mine. You have so many things going. You're, um, heading up the counseling center at our local church here doing amazing work with that. You're a mom of so many kids, adoptive mom, um, entrepreneur working all the things, gospel centered health, social media. I'm
1: also a grandma.
0: And a grandma. Okay. Yes. And I did not mention that again. Both of our grandbabies are best friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're both around two. Hers is coming in to a two-year-old birthday party coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, And so all of those things, how do you balance it all? How do you balance all the life? And then just that nagging body image, and um emotional eating eating healthy having energy how do you, how do you do it all hmm.
1: well there are times i've done it well and there's times that i have not done it well at all so mm-hmm. i i just want to be the first to say that um because sometimes i do get that question you know throughout the last 20 years how do you do how do you do it all and i often think oh i i, I don't want to portray that i'm doing it all well all the time i want to be really humble in that answer And the reason I'm here talking about it is because I've failed so much Mm -hmm. at it. Mm -hmm. But, um, how do I do it all? Are you asking how do I do it all and maintain a healthy lifestyle? Or are you asking just how do I do it all?
0: (laughs) Uh, Really both either. (laughs) Any, any tips that you have on, um, Pretty much I could go through any one of my family members, women, uh, any of my friends, any of my online friends, anyone that I work with, business, whether that's publishing, whoever it is. We are all juggling 18 balls at the same time and one might fall, but the rest are still up. We are all struggling to keep things afloat. And to me, I just want our audience, because I I want to be in this place too, where life is peaceful and joyful, and we're not having this weight of the weight of the world of I need to lose, I'll do this one thing when I mm-hmm. lose another five or 10 pounds, mm-hmm. or on Monday, I'll get my act together. Um, I just, I know that so many women are struggling with that putting their lives off because, and they're always disappointed in themselves because they didn't make it to the gym again or they had that piece of cake or whatever and they had planned on eating healthy but they didn't and then they just were stressed out and took a nap. Um, so any tips that you have, practical tips on how to balance it because, you know, we can say, you know, one of my friends has is on, you know, selling lists, author, all these things, you know, has half a million followers on all the social media and she's struggling with the same thing that you yep. and I are struggling with. Yep. I have another friend that's a teacher and, you know, kids and stressful. And by the time she gets home, she just wants to put her pajamas on and check out Check out, like you said, it's for her, it's wine and Swiss cake rolls and Netflix. And so, what are some steps for those? All of us are feeling that. What are some practical steps that we can? And I don't know if it's organization or what the true answer is. I feel like I'm doing so much better at this than I used to be. But of course, I still haven't arrived where I want to be. I just, the, the joy and the peace of the Lord should be so much more than a box of Swiss cake rolls mm-hmm. or oh, that preach day. amen. And how do we in the moment when you're just like feel like crap or why did that happen? Or you got a phone call or a text with something in your family that kind of made you spiral in those few seconds before you destroy your whole day. What are some practical tips for that moment? Mm, that exact moment yes. requires a skill
1: that is learned over time, where we're so self aware, and that we are able to say, like God created us to be in attunement with Him. Mm-hmm. He is in attunement with us always. Right. Right. He created us for attachment and connection. And in those moments when we choose to turn from that attachment with him we will often go to something other than him to satisfy our exhaustion. Mm -hmm. That could be drugs. Mm -hmm. That could be sugar. That could be Netflix. I hate to say this out loud, but that could be pornography for women and men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're not just talking about a healthy body image here. We're not just talking about emotional eating at this point. We're talking about, in that moment, when, if your thing is to grab ice cream, and I will admittedly say that sometimes that happens to me, it's to grab ice cream and to veg out to Netflix, Mm -hmm. but you know, deep in your heart, what you need is some silence with the Lord, Mm -hmm. with some solitude, because he created you Mm -hmm. to do that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It is a learned flowing rhythm of discipline Mm -hmm. that gets us there. And so when I, when we talk about practical tips, mm-hmm. I think that discipline and a flow a, a rhythm of being able to hear and know him is something that we have to continue to work on. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It is not easy because we have these things, these phones, <laughs> right? Um, it, it is, I, I, it is, I, it is I can't even think of the words that how much that distracts us, this technology age that we live in, but our bodies were created to live in nature. You love this part. I mean, this is you, you know, your hands are in the dirt. You are with the animals. I mean, you understand how this nurtures you so much because that's God's design. Mm -hmm. And so when the enemy's whispering to you, you'll be happier when you're 15 pounds less mm-hmm. and God saying, no, mm-hmm. God, I rem- I will never forget the moment when I was writing at the Bible study, um, the healthy habits Bible study, mm-hmm. When God said, hey, Mindy, you're reading a lot about like healthy living and healthy lifestyles and the ways the characters in the Bible and the people in the Bible turn to me um, during difficult times. But I just want to ask you, Mindy, if you never lost the 25 pounds that you gained, would you still feel worthy? Mm-hmm. Would you feel unworthy? Would you feel if your body stayed the same that it is right now? I wrote that I wrote that Bible study in 2019 when life was really, really difficult, mm-hmm. and I—I I mean, my body was so wrecked. I was losing weight. I—I I mean, I'm sorry. I was losing my hair. I was not losing weight. I was gaining weight even with every effort I tried, and I just broke down and just decided to go look at God's word finally to see what it said. And I'll never forget God saying, "What if you never lost this weight? Would mm-hmm. you be okay?" You mm-hmm. still praise me. We still love you because I created you. I love you. And so, no, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well, Lord. And so
0: I love, and with, I love that scripture.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the scripture we go to oftentimes, but Satan is saying the opposite of that. He's saying, you'll feel better if you have a bowl of ice cream and you sit and veg out to Netflix mm-hmm. that oftentimes Netflix can be soft porn. Let's be really honest. (laughs) And so so he's saying, you'll feel better after this. And then you listen to that and you attach to that voice. Mm -hmm. Let me just, let me just say that again. Satan whispers something in your ear, 15 pounds, or maybe you start searching because it's Sunday night and you know, Mondays, rolling around and you said you were going to start again tomorrow. And so you start searching on the internet on what I want to start tomorrow. And then you get frantic and then you get anxious and then boom, Satan has done the thing you've attached to that voice Mm -hmm. instead of the Lord saying, Hey, come spend some time with me.
0: That is so good.
1: If you were to grab your journal in that moment, I just got goosebumps thinking about it. If you were to grab your journal, your prayer journal and your Bible and a cup of hot tea at 930 at night Mm -hmm. and spend even 15 minutes with him, it would change your Monday morning in a way that no other diet, fad diet can do. And so to answer your question, it is not an easy, quick, quick, simple tip. It mm-hmm. is learning to attune and to attach to the voice of God every moment of every day, because life brings us trauma, tragedy, anxiety. Your mm-hmm. body's going to respond because that was his design. He created that. Mm -hmm. He created your gut to respond to your heart, to respond to your brain. It all works together. And we try to segregate it and separate it all out, like the physical health and the mental health and the emotional health and the spiritual health. But he created this whole being. And so that daily discipline of listening to him is the answer
0: to all of your emotional eating problems. Mm -hmm. that is so so good and so true and i love what you said about every minute of every day because i do think if you get used to just having that dialogue all day day long yeah when when other things that have nothing to do with body image Or emotional eating, or any of those other triggers. But, you know, a a text from a family member or an email of something in your business that didn't go right. And all of a sudden you're stressed. If we're reaching out to God at that moment, like, God, just help me. I feel really yucky right now. And I, or I'm very Mm -hmm. upset at this person. I'm very angry at this person. Take these emotions away and help me. Look at this situation through your eyes. Cause right now yes. I can kill the person. Yes. <laughs> and instead, yes. I know that's not your response. God, you know, like if we're doing that constantly, every hour, every half hour, every 10 minutes with God on whatever our emotions are, I think in those moments, just like you said when it is that, oh my goodness, it, I have done, I've been healthy. I worked out. I've clean eating out of the garden all day long. And now it's seven I'm wiped out. I'm exhausted. And I just want Swiss cake rolls and Netflix or whatever. If we're, we'll be more used to reaching out to God at that moment, instead of just, I mean, that's self-numbing in a different way. It's not, you know, alcohol or drugs or whatever, but it is a self-numbing type of thing. So I love that you said just constant interaction with God and turning to him, but it is, um, it's not easy to do. It's not easy. It's not easy because we're, we're basic. We are sinful, right, right?
1: We're sinful people. And so we do, we, we are, we choose, the option that's going to satisfy us in the moment. We choose oftentimes to listen to the enemy's voice and attach to that Mm -hmm. solution um, because
0: we are sinful. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Okay. So let's segue to something that we're working on together. Light the night for life. So um, those of you that remember Mindy from the podcast, if you've been around here a long time, you might remember us chatting a little bit about Light the Night Festival that is coming up in October. So this is an event. It's how we met years and years ago. Yeah. Um, And it is near and dear to both of our hearts. So before we chat about the upcoming festival, can you tell our audience a bit about the Liberty Women's Clinic, which is the beneficiary of all the proceeds?
1: Yeah, the Liberty Women's Clinic is a a clinic to help women, uh, empower women to make choices that are healthy for their babies, but healthy for them as well. They have a really big focus on the woman, um, making her own informed choice that is positive. They do share the real research. What happens with a woman when she has, um, fewer options and she feels like she's trapped when she sees that ultrasound and she hears the heartbeat, oftentimes she will attach and attune. I'm, I'm really into, into attachment and in attune. And oftentimes she will choose the baby. So then they have other kinds of resources for counseling and connecting that mom with um, financial resources and emotional, mental resources to help support that mom along her journey, whether she chooses adoption for that child or whether she chooses to keep that child. And so um, their program is really amazing in that They, they, they give free, free ultrasounds to women and free options. Um, They do not perform abortions there. They also do not shame women in any way. They show the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love it. So we have a race every year called light the night for light, light the night for life. It's a 5k. My earring literally just fell out of my ear. No, it wasn't (laughs) my earring. It was my, it was my, um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, It like tonight for life is a 5k run with a festival. So we have all kinds of booths and um, family fun. And we also have a kids fun run, which Lana puts that whole thing together for us. She does all of that. We don't even worry about it. She shows up day of with all the goodies and the treats and, and gets the kids all hyped up. And so all proceeds go to the Liberty women's clinic, which is about a mile and a half from my house
0: hmm. It is it is such a wonderful night. I hope those of you that are listening that are here local um, will go. So tell them where if they want to go, we have a couple of different options we have. It's a race. It's a 5k race, we have a fun walk, and we also have a kids run. Um, But it is so much more than that with the festival. Um, There's food and vendors and fire trucks and all kinds of different fun things. Where can they go if they are interested um, on, it is October 2nd um, in the afternoon, on a Sunday afternoon, it starts at 4 or 4.30? Uh, All festivities
1: really start winding up at 4.30. At 4.30.
0: Okay. So where can they go if they're interested in getting some more information or registering for one of the races? So it's a long
1: name, but it's light the night number four, Mm -hmm. light the night for life.com. You can register, you can sign up, you can be a sponsor, you can be a vendor, you can Mm -hmm. be a volunteer. We Mm -hmm. will take anything and everything, but yes, you can do a 5k that's our biggest event. We also have a fun walk, which is about a mile and a half. So the the 5k is two times around this loop, which has woods and a parking lot and some hills. And then the fun walk is one time around about a mile and a half. And then the kids run is like a quarter of a mile.
0: (laughs) It is so much fun. It is a, last year was just such a beautiful, beautiful night. And we had so much fun and it's, wonderful when all this work and the community comes together and it benefits a wonderful, wonderful organization. So thank you for sharing their website. Before we head out, this has been so fun chatting with you. I do want you to share your website, Gospel Centered Health. Um, If you are not following that on Instagram, are you on Facebook too? I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Facebook, Instagram, And it's gospel-centered health, all one word, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, tell tell us about where your website is, where they can get your Bible study and your journal.
1: Yeah, so you can get the Bible study and the ninety-day healthy habits journal that really go together. You can get those at gospelcenteredhealth.com. You can also go to Instagram and find links to to shop there. With at gospelcenteredhealth.com. If you are looking for a counselor, I also work at Pleasant Valley Church in Liberty, Missouri, but also do telehealth. So uh, our website there is pvcounselingcenter.com. And um, my little short bio is there if you need to work with me. I love working with families. I love doing family counseling.
0: Well, Mindy, this has been such a joy to have you on. I always love chatting with you. We always go way, way over yes. on our time because um, you know, there's a lot that we chat about behind the scenes when the recording is not going. But <laughs> this has been wonderful. We'll definitely have you on again in a few months to chat. Um, so definitely we will add the all those links that we just talked about for the Light the Night for Life Festival and, um, her counseling ones and her website and Instagram handles all in the show notes. If you didn't have a pen while we were chatting about it, it'll be in there. So Mindy, thank you for coming on and have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you so much, Lana. I enjoy your time. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Gracefield Grit. I know that your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Gracefield Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own Gracefield Grit.